From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, April 18th. In a grassy backyard on Moab's west side, Sean Paul Schulte and Elise Coles are crouching over, slowly, carefully unfurling a 15-foot vinyl sign. It's heavy, so they're taking it slow. It's the first time they're seeing this design outside of a computer screen. Oh, it's nice. Sure looks cute, too. Yeah. Look at this. It does. (laughs) Yeah. That's so sweet. A sunflower and rose frame the bottom left corner of the giant vinyl sign. Just above that illustration is a photo of Sean Paul's daughter, Kylan Schulte, and her wife, Crystal Turner. Sunflowers and roses were their favorite flowers. In the photo, their heads are touching. Both are smiling. The girls look so cute. Yep. It was a good idea to put the picture just on this portion so that it's not the whole sign. It'd be, yeah. you know, it'd be blown out. Graphics would be wrecked on it, but it looks cute. Yep. It was a lot of work, Elise. Thank you. <laughs> Do you know how many times Elise sent me proofs and I said, nope. <laughs> he says they were trying to get it perfect. Sean Paul and Elise have been working on this sign project for months. In big, bold letters at its top are the words, Who killed Kylan and Crystal? In August, the couple was found murdered near their campsite off the LaSalle Loop Road in the mountains. The Grand County Sheriff's Office has narrowed their date of death to August 14th, 2021. A few months ago, they also confirmed that they have, quote, persons of interest in the case, but have not yet identified a suspect. The families of the couple are hoping for a breakthrough soon. So are the thousands of followers on Kylan and Crystal-related social media pages, where Elise plays an active role. This year would be wonderful to... An arrest and a conviction, yeah, but um, at least we have this for however long it takes. We're in it for the long haul and, you know, obviously like people to see that we're not giving up. The vinyl sign will soon hang south of town along Highway 191. Its right side reads, wanted. Dash cam video photos from August 12th, 2021 to August 14th, 2021. LaSalle Mountain Loop Road, and Forest Road 4651. FR4651, that's Forestry Road 4651, is SS Mesa, it's the South Mesa Road. Days before their bodies were found, Kylan and Crystal told their friends about a, quote, creeper near their campsite. The creeper was the guy that scared the girls. He was the guy that crept through their camp. Uh, he's the guy that scared them, and we're pretty sure he's the guy who did it. So what we want to know is if anyone saw a vehicle coming off of right there. And I would say, you know, after you pass that largest cabin on, on um, Whispering Oaks, which is on the, the right side of the road, then Forest Road 4651, I'd say, is less than maybe a 1,000 feet. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really... One-third of yeah. a mile from Whispering Oaks. Yep. One-third of a mile. So, so as, as you pass Whispering Oaks Ranch, it's the very first easement, the very first left turn you come to. Yep. That turn is now marked with a cross, another effort to bring attention to this case. Elise was there recently, and she says based off her interactions with folks stopped at the turn, she thinks there's a good possibility more evidence is out there. It's just about getting visibility on the case. In fact, when we were up there putting up the cross, a couple came up in a pickup truck parked, and we were talking to them, and they said, oh, they had, they had heard about the girls, and we said, 
well, you know, it was right here, and they were completely shocked. Mm -hmm. So they were up there, they knew that this happened, but had no clue that they had just happened to pull in right to the spot that we're looking for photographs. So we do believe it's possible that something could be out there, yeah. And then, of course, if anybody comes up with any dash cam of a vehicle leaving that area, that would be amazing. 100% that would break the case. 100% that would be phenomenal. The sign includes contact information for the Grand County Sheriff's Office and a private investigator working with Sean Paul. Soon it will hang along 191, roughly two miles from a painted VW bug that was done in memory of Kylan and Crystal. We have a bunch of little mini goals. One is to get a banner under the bug that would just be very simple, justice for Kai Cry. Then somebody's driving, they see the bug, they see justice for Kai Cry, they're like, what does that mean? And then two miles later, boom. You know, they say the sign will go up soon. They have a billboard contract with a local for the next six months. But Sean Paul hopes they only need it two days. And they yeah. call me and they tell me we got him lock, stock and barrel. Sean Paul and Elise are accepting donations to cover the cost of the billboard rental and canvas. They're also hoping to get another banner to hang near the VW bug. Find the donation information in the show notes of today's news on our website and podcast. Students at Utah State University's main campus in Logan led a silent march earlier this month. As Anna Johnson with our partners at UPR reports, they gathered to show support for the LGBTQ community. As the group of about 100 marched at USU, footsteps were the only sound. The assembled crowd was asked to take a vow of silence during the march to remember the lives of those LGBTQ individuals who had gone before them and those who are still fighting to protect their rights. Analia Evans, the gender and sexuality intern with the university's Inclusion Center, helped organize the event. She says the march gave a voice to a silenced community. We are marching against the violence that queer students, queer individuals face, and specifically the silence that we are forced to take on. We're sick and tired of being silenced. We're not going to be silenced anymore. It's our time to take the microphone and put the attention on us and to let our voices be heard. Following the march, members of USU's Queer Student Alliance and other event organizers spoke about their own experiences and invited the crowd to share their stories. Today we are breaking the silence and taking our power back. That's Cole Lancaster, vice president of the Queer Student Alliance. A lot of us who are out and have accepting friends in support systems have the privilege to walk around campus happy and to be ourselves, but a lot of people don't have that privilege. And it's important that we're out and proud, making sure that we're standing up for those people who are still in the closet and still aren't able to be who they are. We're queer, we're here, and we will be heard. While much of Utah remains divided on LGBTQ issues, this community, around Utah State University, has found its strength together. I'm Anna Johnson. This report comes from our partners at UPR. The Pentagon has announced that a new nuclear design is going to be assembled in our region. The Mountain West News Bureau's Madeline Beck reports. The Department of Defense's Project Pele aims to produce a mobile nuclear microreactor. That is, a reactor that can travel in up to four shipping containers. While the Pentagon is still deciding between designs from two separate East Coast teams, the assembly of the reactor and fuel will happen at Idaho National Laboratory. Jeff Waxman is the program manager for the project. He says community buy-in has been important. We've been doing a lot of engagement with the local communities uh, around INL 
So that includes the local government, the state government, and in particular, the tribal authorities or the Shoshone-Bannock tribes. The agency has an aggressive timeline and plans to complete the project in 2024. It would be the first reactor of its kind built in the U.S., though one like it was built in China last year. Waxman says it should work like a diesel generator, so it could help the agency operate if they can't rely on the energy grid while reducing the agency's dependence on fossil fuels. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Madeline Beck. And that's the KZMU News for Monday, April 18th. Just a quick note as we go, it's Radiothon, the time of year where we ask for your support. If you've appreciated KZMU News, please consider giving to this grassroots independent effort. Find ways to give in the show notes at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also call the studio at 435-259-5968. Thanks all.